In this video, we are going to be analyzing the battle which will define South African politics in 2021. President Cyril Ramaphosa versus Secretary General Ace Mahashule. Let's get started. Welcome back to the channel fam. If you're new here, my name is Dr. Cesar Mbofu Welsh and on this channel we analyze South African politics through interviews and my own political analysis. And right now I want to get straight into a battle which is really going to surround South African politics for at least 2021 but it'll also be important going into 2022. And that's the political battle between President of South Africa and the African National Congress, Cyril Ramaphosa on the one hand, and Secretary General of the ANC, Ace Mahashule on the other. So this is gonna be broken down into three parts, which are the three parts of 2021 that I think are key to understanding this battle. So the first part we'll call testing the water, which will be the opening months of the year. The second part we'll call the policy battle, which will be the second part of the year. And then the third part will be the election. And that will be the final part of the year. So this video will look at this year and give you everything you need to know about how this battle will be unfolding. So let's start with the first part, testing the water. Now, in the early part of 2021, you're going to see major political battles inside the ANC. Now let's just look at all the things that are gonna be happening in the month of February alone, right? So you have President Ramaphosa is going to be delivering his State of the Nation address and that's in the early part of February, I think it's around the 11th of February. So he's gonna be addressing the nation, trying to explain what has been achieved in his term. A few weeks after that, still in the month of February, just as Ramaphosa comes out of the State of the Nation, you have two major corruption trials. You have a corruption trial which involves Ace Mahashule, which is related to the alleged corruption in this asbestos uh, situation in the Free State. And basically, to cut a long story short there, the government awarded a contract to remove asbestos from houses in the Free State it wasn't removed and a whole lot of irregularity has been alleged. Mahashule was premier of the Free State during this and so there are a number of allegations, a raft that have been levied against him which he'll be answering in court. So Ramaphosa gives the Sona, Mahashule is going to be in court. But as if that isn't lit enough, you also have the resumption of President, former President Zuma's corruption trial and that also resumes in February. So I think what you're going to see there is that those two trials, uh, provided they aren't postponed further, in which case this analysis just gets postponed to later, but those two trials are going to become a lightning rod for the faction of the party which is supportive of both former President Zuma and Ace Mahashule, and they're going to be used as a platform on which the battle to retake the soul of the ANC 
is going to be waged and that battle is going to run all the way to 2022 but these trials are going to be key moments just like various trials that Zuma has been um, part of before in the lead up to 2007 became key rallying points you're going to see that faction rally around those trials create a narrative of persecution um, and use them as useful points for mobilization and organization now obviously that becomes complicated by COVID-19 because whereas it was easy to uh, make sure that there were crowds outside these courthouses you're not going to be able to do that as easily now especially in the early part of this year so so that's a really important battle um, and I think you can watch what happens around that battle and start to get a sense of who's supporting Mahashule, who's going to be at these events, what are people saying about the Sona and you can start to see the contours of this battle taking shape then. Then we move into a second phase of this year and that's going to be centered around the ANC's National General Council. Now the National General Council is essentially a policy-making gathering which allows the ANC as a national party to come together between elective conferences. Now, in the build-up to this, you're going to have Ramaphosa now under pressure from a court case coming from the economic freedom fighters which is going to be directed specifically at unsealing the bank statements and the, uh, the accounts that were linked to his 2017 presidential campaign. Now, we know that the transparency over who paid what to who in South African elections and party elections generally is terrible, but the Ramaphosa bank statements are important specifically because of how much was spent and how important it was. So in excess of 800 million was apparently spent in and around that mark. Ramaphosa hasn't disputed the amount. And there's going to be a great deal of scrutiny on those statements. Now, if the EFF is successful in unsealing them, then quite frankly, all hell could break loose because goodness only knows what those statements contain. Um, there could be anything from major South African corporations donating to Ramaphosa to international financial institutions. Who knows? Uh, all we know is that there was a lot of money. Now, even if the, 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 the statements are not made public, this case will still allow both the EFF and Ramaphosa and his Ramaphosa's detractors. Now, those two things aren't necessarily the same thing. They may be fighting for the same purpose, which is against Ramaphosa, who happens to be in power in the ANC. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they are in cahoots, as some analysts have suggested. Anyway, if you want me to make a video on why the EFF and the Mahashule faction are not the same thing, then comment down below and we can have a whole conversation about that. But what this court case is going to do is continue to heap the pressure on Ramaphosa to be more transparent about what the money was spent on and what it was spent for. And this is going to again be a key point of contention. If Ramaphosa somehow comes out of this better off, he'll be in a stronger position. If he doesn't and if these statements have to be made public or released in part, I think that will pile a lot of pressure on him 
going forward and it will tarnish this image of this so-called reformist agenda that Ramaphosa purports to be pursuing. Now, against that backdrop, you also have the policy conference, um, the National General Council, and there what you really want to look for is the policy battles are important in and of themselves, but let's be honest, the ANC has come up with so many policies since 1994 and has failed to implement many of them. So it's not so much exactly what the policies are, but about who's supporting what policies and whether or not they gain the support of the party. If Mahashule and the faction um, which is around him at the moment is supporting a specific policy direction and that gains ascendancy at the conference, then what you're seeing is that the tide within the ANC is starting to turn towards that perspective. By contrast, if you see that certain policy proposals that are supported by Ramaphosa gain the ascendancy, then you'll start to see the contours of what this battle is shaping up to look like in 2022 more clearly than we've seen it ever before. So you want to watch for beyond the talk of unity and fake coming togetherness, which the ANC always does at these conferences, you want to look at which policies are supported, who's supporting them, and on the basis of which policies eventually emerge from that conference, we can start to read the tea leaves about where the tide is moving within the ANC. So that second part of the year where the bank statements question is going to reassert itself, you're going to of course have pretty terrible economic data for South Africa for at least the first quarter. And then you have the National General Council as well. That's going to be a key moment in this internal battle within the ANC. Okay, so if we see things going one way after the corruption trials, after the, the National General Council, then you start to see a picture forming. By the way, also very interestingly, both the ANC and Cyril, Cyril Ramaphosa will be attending the State Capture Commission. And there again, just like the corruption trials, we'll be able to see who's there to support him. What's the public sentiment coming out of that? What did Ramaphosa know? What did he not know? Um, who will represent the ANC? Will Ace Mahashule go to the State Capture Commission on behalf of the ANC? Who will be the ANC representative? Will Gwede Mantashe, who was the Secretary General when a lot of the state capture was happening, will he go? Who will go? So the State Capture Commission again becomes this really interesting venue this year for how this battle between Ramaphosa and Mahashule plays out. So that is really the early to middle part of the year. I think the final part of the year will be characterized by the build-up to the local government elections and then the fallout from the local government elections. So in the build-up, here you're going to see the ANC incentivized to close ranks, pretend that there's unity, which we've always seen in elections, and I think this election will be no different. Now, we know that the ANC is vulnerable in places like Johannesburg, where it fell below 50% in the 2019 national election, places like Tswane, where the same happened, we know that it's vulnerable in places like Eteguini, in places like Mangawung. We also know that 
the ANC reduced the DA's dominance in places like the city of Cape Town in the national election. So really what we need to look for there is, I think if the ANC regains majorities in places like Joburg, Twane, Nelson Mandela Bay, that'll be huge for, for Ramaphosa because he'll be able to go into 2022 saying, look, I've held on to our national majority, even though it was slightly diminished, and I've also regained various cities. I have strong electoral support, and therefore I should be the leader in this party going forward. If, however, the ANC fails to retake Joburg, Twane, Nelson Mandela Bay, okay, it's controlling Joburg right now, but it's below 50%. If it retakes its majority, if it fails to retake majorities in those places, then I think this narrative that the ANC's electoral decline is happening despite Ramaphosa will weaken his hand as he goes into the year of 2022. So the outcome of the local elections will start to show divisions where the build-up will show fake unity. You'll immediately see people pouncing on the outcome to declare Ramaphosa as either weakened or strengthened. And so I think by the end of this year, what we'll have is the stage set for an epic battle in the ANC going into its next national elective conference, which will be in December 2022. And I think what you'll see is that both sides of the party, well, there are many sides to the party, but you know, just to stylize for a second, the battles between the Ramaphosa wing and the Mahashule wing for now are going to be extremely intense. And I think each faction is fragile. In previous ANC battles, you've always had a faction that had hold over the party and a challenging faction. But here it's really on a knife's edge. And so I think what you're going to see is both factions coming out with bloody noses by the end of this year. I think the battle over Ramaphosa's campaign donations is going to bruise him. I think Mahashule could very well be bruised as well as a result of um, the corruption trial as well as, you know, internal moves to ask him to step aside and what happens with that. So that the party, I think going into 2022, while still in national government, we'll see where they are in local government, goes into its election in potentially its most divided state in democratic history. And that really begs the question as we go into 2022, could the ANC be on the verge of a split or will it, like it always has, find a way to compromise between the different interest groups and limp forward? That's a question for 2022, but this has been an analysis on the year 2021. Comment below, let me know what you think. Um, do you agree with this analysis? Do you disagree? Let's have a conversation below. This is going to be an important battle going forward and I'll be keeping an eye on it with various videos. Also, find your way around the channel if you're new here. There are loads of interviews, loads of pieces of analysis. Um, just have a look at the channel. Welcome, see your way around and like, share, subscribe. 
If you want to support the channel, if you like what I'm doing here, I'm trying to break away from a mainstream media narrative, build my own platform for analysis from a youth perspective, from a more independent perspective, then there are many ways you can support. Check the links below. There are various things you can buy. Um, but also you can just share this, you know, share this on Twitter, share this on Facebook, hashtag SMWX. You can tag me, I'll retweet you. Um, and let's keep spreading the fire and building our own things. Have a good one. Aye, yeah.